Good afternoon, everyone. It is March 11th in the afternoon here on what was a snowy morning here in Jefferson City. I hope everyone's staying warm and uh, roads weren't too slick wherever you were. We've uh, sorry for last week that we had no video for you. I know a lot of you missed it. Some of you called in saying, did you miss it? Did I not see the link? No, we did not do a video last week because we were very, very, very busy. And one of the reasons we were busy will be one of the main topics of the day that'll be coming up in just a minute. But first, uh, update from the Capitol. Uh, the uh, filibustering over the redistricting of Missouri's congressional map has let up enough so that the Senate has been getting some things moved forward. They were able to pass the supplemental budget uh, that will provide pay raises for uh, many state workers uh, under what they passed. I don't believe all of them will get all the way up to $15 an hour, but a lot should. And there should be uh, some cost of living increases for a lot of them. And that's important because um, this affects us every single day. We have to deal with vital records and vital records has been losing people to the private sector because they pay better. So it's very hard for many state agencies to get, retain, and hold people uh, for a long period of time because, they, uh, the as you probably know, the state of Missouri doesn't pay uh, as much as, as, as available to many other, uh, as many other places, even here in, in Jefferson City. So uh, there are some other benefits, of course, for working for the state. There are some reasons why people pick that, and we have some very good people that do choose that. But nevertheless, it is harder and harder to compete with the higher dollar per hours that is out there available in many other jobs. So uh, they were able to pass that. Also, things have led up enough so that committees have been able to have hearings. And so some legislation is slowly progressing through the system. However, we are so far behind at this point uh, I do not believe that there will be very many pieces of legislation passed this year. Just uh, they're going to they're going to flat out run out of time. However, we are still pushing our legislation that clears up the right of sepulcher issue. The most important thing there is that it eliminates a soon-to-be ex-spouse. If you have filed a divorce decree that is pending, you would no longer be in the chain of command to decide. Uh, whether uh, how that person is buried or cremated or whatever. Everybody thinks that's a good idea. Everybody supports it, but it just has never been a, an important enough issue to push through the log jam. And, and again, we got another log jam this year. And then we've got our licensing bill, which helps streamline the licensing statutes, helps make it easier and more understandable how to get a license for funeral directors and embalmers in the state of Missouri. Look at your emails, take a look for legislative day. It's coming up at the end of the month. We could use you here with all these bills that are out there and only a few are gonna get passed. The ones that get attention are gonna be the ones where somebody has knocked on the reps and senators doors and said, I am from your district. I would like to see this passed. So that's what we're gonna need. So look for those. Uh, there should be, I think an email coming out this afternoon that will have more information on our legislative day. Now, the um, the main topic for the day and what was keeping us busy here at the uh, office for the last couple of weeks is the news um, about the Missouri Pre-Need Trust. Now, that's different than the Missouri Funeral Trust. The Missouri Funeral Trust is the trust that we operate here out of Jefferson City. 
the stock of the Missouri Funeral Trust is owned by the association. We've been around since the mid 80s. The Missouri Pre-Need Trust was a company that was started by Dale Rawlings. I know a lot of you know Dale. Uh, he was a very great guy, very nice man. Uh, and it, he was an attorney in St. Charles, Missouri. In addition to his law practice, he also did a lot of work with the funeral pro profession. Indeed, he was a past executive director of OGR. And one of the things that Dale did was he started the Missouri Pre-Need Trust. It was a trust that operated in many ways similar to the Missouri Funeral Trust. It was smaller, but there were funeral homes that used it and liked it. And uh, although we were uh, in the same business, we were not related. There was no relationship between the Missouri Funeral Trust and the Missouri Pre-Need Trust, although we often would get each other's phone calls. So people would call here looking for the Missouri Pre-Need Trust. People would call there looking for the Missouri Funeral Trust. It is unfortunate how similar the names were. But anyway, uh, he operated that uh, out of St. Charles, out of his law office there uh, and uh, for many, many years. Now, I think you probably also know that Dale passed away last year. Uh, and his family has been continuing the business up until this point. But the family was looking for a way that perhaps they could pass that business on to someone who would maintain uh, Dale's commitment to the funeral profession, but they could then step back and get out of it. Well, at the same time, a, no a number of funeral homes were also concerned about the future of the Missouri Pre-Need Trust now that Dale's gone. And they were hoping that someone could step in that they trusted that would maintain the trust and keep it going and keep it up to the standards that Dale had set for them. So after some negotiations, after some going back and forth and a number of meetings, and of course, there's always board meetings and votes and things like that. Uh, the Missouri Funeral Trust has purchased 100% of the stock of the Missouri Pre-Need Trust. Okay, it's a stock purchase. So the Missouri Funeral Trust has purchased 100% of the stock of the Missouri Pre-Need Trust. There's several important things we need to talk about with that. First, Missouri Pre-Need Trust is not going out of business. The Missouri Pre-Need Trust is still in operation. It will still be in operation. If you or your funeral home is a Missouri funeral, a Missouri Pre-Need Trust provider, see, even I get them mixed up. Even I have trouble with it. If you are a Missouri Pre-Need Trust provider, you can still write contracts. You can still send the money in. You can still get paid the same way, using the same forms you get paid. Your provider seller agreement is still in force. The contracts still work. Everything uh, from the legal end, from all the costs and all the fees that are built into your, your agreements, none of that is changing. Missouri Pre-Need Trust is still in business. It is still going to stay in business. It is still the licensed pre-need seller on all of those contracts that were sold and will continue to service and honor those contracts. That is not changing. All that happens is the stockholders, which had been the family, well, originally Dale, then the family, but the stockholders of the Missouri Pre-Need Trust have changed. That is all that has happened. Now, there will be, at some point, fairly soon, a change of address. As you may know, uh, the Missouri Pre-Need Trust was operated out of, of Dale's law office in St. Charles, and the family is winding that down and shutting it down. So uh, that is going to move. There will be a new address 
at some point for you to mail in uh, any contracts, to mail in any payments, and a new phone number to call if you have any questions. When that is all set, we will give you plenty of notice before it happens, and we will send out not only to all the funeral home providers, but every single pre-need contract owner will get notice of if they have any questions or if they need any information, here's the new address, here is the new phone number. Uh, other than that, uh, there really is no structural change in the Missouri Pre-Need Trust. Uh, at a certain point in time, we will be changing trustees. The trustee will change from Regions Bank to UMB Bank. And we will have a management agreement uh, between everyone that, that takes care of all this. But not only will the fees not go up by moving it from Regents Bank to UMB Bank with the, with the trustee charges, we're, we're uh, very hopeful that those will actually go down. So that will actually help everyone's trust investments if, if that does take place. So how does this affect Missouri Pre-Need Trust? It really doesn't. It's still in business. It's still ongoing. You will have a new phone number. You will have a new address. And on many of you, if you use the Missouri Pre-Need Trust, I'm sure you're familiar with Rosemary, who was Dale's office manager. And she was the point person for a lot of people who had to call in. And if you had to deal with any trust issues, she got you the new contracts. Well, Rosemary is staying with us, at least for a while. Uh, she's going to be with us throughout the transition period and maybe even hopefully a little bit longer than that. Uh, so she'll be there. So that way we have her resources and her knowledge as to uh, how everything is done, who all the players are, who needs what and when and all of that. So that's good news. So if you call right now, you'll get Rosemary on the phone or if you get the answering machine, she'll call you back and it's going to stay that way for a while. So that's how it affects Missouri pre-need trust. And the fact is it, it really doesn't. How does this affect Missouri Funeral Trust? Well, again, it really doesn't. There is no change, okay? This does not affect your Missouri Funeral Trust contracts. It does not affect how much you get out of Missouri Funeral Trust. It doesn't affect anything with the Missouri Funeral Trust. Missouri Funeral Trust is just now the stockholder, the one that owns the Missouri Pre-Need Trust. And no, in case you were wondering, no money from the Missouri Pre-Need, uh, no, the Missouri Funeral Trust Pre-Need accounts. No money from the Missouri Funeral Trust pre-need accounts was used to purchase this stock. That was not done. And no loans were taken against the assets that are in the actual Missouri Funeral Trust funeral accounts, the accounts that we have at UMB Bank that are managed uh, there. So no, that was not done. So again, it really doesn't affect the Missouri Funeral Trust either. Now, of course, there are some funeral homes that use both the Missouri Funeral Trust and the Missouri Pre-Need Trust. And it may be that with this change, the uh, funeral home decides to use one or the other instead of doing both. Well, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you want to continue to use the Missouri Pre-Need Trust, you certainly can. Usually, I don't do notes here. You know, very often I'm doing these videos uh, without any notes in front of me, but there's so much to cover here. I do want to make sure that I uh, don't miss anything. Okay, one big question is why? Why did the Missouri Funeral Trust decide to purchase the stock of the Missouri Pre-Need Trust? Well, first off, it's good business. Although Dale's trust was small, it was very well run. It was very liked. He did a good job. It's just a good book of business right there. Secondly, 
we were re people reached out to us. Not only did uh, the family members at Missouri Preeny Trust that took over after Dale passed away, but funeral homes that we respect and that some of them that used us and the trust, they reached out to us. And remember, the whole purpose of the Missouri Funeral Trust was to be of service to funeral homes and the families that the funeral homes serve. We don't have any um, big name, you know, we don't have any big uh, uh, stockholders that pull all, tons of money out of it, that uh, rent out the, the, the penthouse suites in Las Vegas or drive big fancy Cadillacs. No, we, we don't do that. We don't do that. It was, uh, as our old motto used to say, it was by funeral directors for funeral directors. That was the whole purpose of the Missouri Funeral Trust. And here we had funeral homes that were wanting to find a play, somebody who could take this over that would maintain Dale's level of service, level of commitment, level of knowledge, and level of understanding of the pre-need business. And these funeral homes and Dale's family had that trust in the Missouri Funeral Trust. They looked to us, we looked to them. And so this is a wonderful way that we can continue the mission of the Missouri Funeral Trust. Even though they're separate companies, the Missouri Preeny Trust is still a separate company. It's just the stockholders have changed. But by doing this, we can help ensure that Dale's legacy continues and that we expand the, uh, the universe of funeral homes that we can be by and four. So that's the that's the reason why this was that's why it was done. Um, one question that uh, some people I have is did, does or did the state board of embalmers and funeral directors need to approve this transaction? No, they did not. They did not. Under chapter 436, there is no approval process for a stock purchase. And this is a stock purchase. This is not an asset purchase. This is a stock purchase. There is no approval process for that. However, the previous owners of the Missouri Pre-Need Trust were required to give the State Board of Embalmers and Funeral Directors at least 60 days notice prior to the actual sale. And they did do that. The prior owners of the Missouri Pre-Need Trust notified the State Board more than 60 days ago that this was going to be taking place. So the requirements of Chapter 436 are met. Uh, there is no approval or disapproval process. Last question. Well, second to last question. Who is taking Dale's place? Well, frankly, it's going to be hard for any one person to take Dale's place. Uh, that's just the uh, kind of person he was. But we will be entering into a management agreement where the Missouri Funeral Trust, including myself, uh, will be managing the business of the Missouri Preenie Trust. And then of course, so you'll have me to call upon uh, when this is all, uh, when all the transition takes place. And of course, once the trustee is changed over to UMB Bank, you'll have Vicki Gwynn that you can call upon. And so between the two of us and Rosemary, uh, at least for the current time being, between the three of us, we're all gonna try to step in and keep things running up to the standards that we hope Dale would approve of. Um, last question, because somebody asked me this just uh, not too long ago. Uh, does yours truly, does Don Otto get anything out of this? No, I don't. I will not be, although I will be uh, uh, part of the process of, of obviously operating and managing uh, the, the company under the management agreement we have, uh, 
and I'll be listed as an officer, I will get uh, as long uh, uh, for all the uh, the paperwork that needs to be done. Uh, no, I don't get anything out of it. There's this rumor out there that's been around for years that I get a second paycheck from the Missouri Preeny Trust. That I get my uh, I get my pay from the Missouri Funeral Directors Association that everybody knows about, and I get this secret uh, second paycheck from the Missouri Funeral Trust. That doesn't happen. The only paycheck I get has the Missouri Funeral Directors and Bombers Association on it. Okay, I know what my duties are, and that includes being the chief operating officer of the Missouri Funeral Trust, and now helping to operate the Missouri Preeny Trust. But I will not be getting a salary uh, from the Missouri Preeny Trust, just like I do not get a salary from the Missouri Funeral Trust. Uh, it's just one of the things that is included in what I do here in Jefferson City. So I'm sure I've missed some questions that some people have about this and what the timing is. Well, that's what we're here for. Give us a call at 573-635-1661. Whether you are a current Missouri Pre-Need Trust provider, whether you're interested in the Missouri Pre-Need Trust, whether you are a Missouri Pre-Need Trust person and you're now more interested in the Missouri Funeral Trust, well, let us know. Whatever it is, we'll tell you what's going on. We'll let you know what your options are. We'll let you know what uh, the choices you have and when you can make them and what you have to do to make them. And uh, we'll try to walk it through you as best we can. And of course, if you have any questions, just let us know. So that's the big news. Again, going back to the headline, you know, they always repeat the headline sometimes at the end of the uh, news broadcast. Repeat the headline is that the Missouri Funeral Trust now owns the stock of the Missouri Pre-Need Trust, but the Missouri Pre-Need Trust is not going out of business. They're continuing to operate. They are continuing to be the seller. The provider-seller agreements are all still valid. Your contracts are all still valid. You're still going to get paid by the Missouri Pre-Need Trust. They're still going to honor those contracts. Your consumers will still be able to contact the Missouri Pre-Need Trust if they so desire, if they need information. Some addresses and phone numbers are going to have to change when Dale's office is completely closed down. But other than that, the Missouri Preeny Trust will still be there to service those contracts, to handle your payments, to handle your payouts. I have no doubt as the transition happens, there'll be some hiccups and burps. There always is. And change is always a difficult thing. But we intend to work through those as best we can. And if you have any problems, if you find that something is going on and it's a way that you're not happy with or that you think could be better or that you have a suggestion, let us know. Again, the Missouri Funeral Trust and now the Missouri Pre-Need Trust is, has been and always will be by funeral directors for funeral directors. And so we want your help. We want your input. We want your support. And we want you to, as always, stay safe.